Zog to Gemara, the bottom of Lamid Dalit Amid Beis, Vayashuvu, Mitor Haaretz, Vayelchu, Vayavayu. The Pazik says they went and they came back. We make a heckish going to coming. Just like when they came back, they had negative intentions. When they went, they had negative intentions. They went and they told them. So why they first say that they came and it was such a beautiful land? Why do they say that at all? Any Lashon Hara that doesn't have a Dvar MS in the beginning will not be Mikoyim. You have to have some sort of MS in Lashon Hara in order to be able to have a proper Kiyom of Lashon Hara. And so therefore what? So therefore, in order to have a kiyam of their sheker, they had to first say some truth, and therefore they said that Eretz Yisrael is beautiful, and then it will be mekuyim. The Svarim say, the reason why it's like that is because sheker has three letters in it. Kuf and Resh are considered letters that represent the Sitra Achara, or whatever that means. But Kuf and Resh are considered letters that represent the Sitra Achara. Kuf is a twisted hay, and Resh is a dalid that is manipulated. That's Kof and Reish. So Shin, Shin is considered a, 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 a chash of a letter. That you have Shin on your tefillin. Shin is considered a very chash of a letter. So Sheker has to always have a Shin in the beginning. Shin is, of course, all the letters in the Aleph, Beis, or Kaddish. But there's a Remez, the Chazdasfarim bring, that Shin is in the beginning of Sheker to demonstrate that you always have to have a Dvar Emes in the beginning because or else the Sheker is not going to be Mikoyim. And over here also, they said a Dvar Emes in order to uh, have a Kiyam to the Sheker that they were going to say. You should believe everything. No, don't say that. What did it say that? Uh, don't believe. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely don't believe everything you hear. Unless you hear, Va- it, here. Unless you hear it here, yes. <laughs> silenced the nation to Moshe. How did he do that? <laughs> he convinced them with words. With words, he was able to get them to listen to Moshe. Why? Very interesting story. Pasach Yeshua, Yeshua started talking, he started saying his piece. Amri they said, Dain Roish Ketia Yamalo, this person that his head is cut off should speak. What does he mean his head is cut off? Because Yeshua didn't have sons. So because he didn't have sons, so they did not want to give him the proper respect. So they said, he should talk. He didn't want to let him let Yeshua talk. Amri Mishtaina, Amri Bimilsa, if I start talking, they're going to figure out something to say to me. Vichasmali, and they're going to silence me. So he figured he's going to get a word in Amalam Ben Amram. So he started speaking and he said, Is this the only thing Ben Amram did for us? So every guy got, got all excited. They thought he was going to say something negative. Sari Bignuse Kamishtar. They thought he was going to say something negative. And when you say something negative, it's very easy to get a crowd. Right? It's very easy to get a crowd when you say, not, no, in certain places not. But no, usually it's very easy to get a crowd when you say something negative. Everyone wants to come here. Something negative. So everyone came running. Ishtiku. They were all quiet. He took us out of He did Kriyas Yamsov, and he gave us Mon. If, if, if he tells us, make Sulamis, we'll go up to the Rekia. We shouldn't listen to him. We're going to go, and we're going to be Yerish. Now, if you think about it, they were still receiving the Mon every single day, but for some reason, the Yitzhara has his ways to manipulate. And they got all excited about one silly story, seemingly silly story, 
and they got caught up. That's what happens. They got caught up, and now they're willing to listen to Moshe Rabbeinu's, the negative aspects of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is Hakalai Yisrael, got caught up in this Haver. The men that went with Kalev Amr, they said, We can't go up. Why? What does that mean? They said, A Davar Gadol, a very powerful thing, a very dangerous thing. Which means from us. From him. Even the Rabbi Nishom Rahman al-Slan cannot take his Kalim out from Eretz Yisrael. Such a terrible thing that they said. We would never say such a thing, right? Besides so the fact that everybody says, everybody talks like this. And if you even dare of say such a thing, if I even dare of saying that the Rabbi Nishom can do it, even though the doctors say you can't, I get phone calls and messages. What do you mean? The Rabbi Nishom has Teva and everything has to work. That's exactly what the Miraglim said. That's Dover God. What did the Miraglim mean? They were fools. Of course they knew the Rabbi Nishom could take him out. But they, knew, they thought, like we said before, they thought there's no way to get out. That is a Dover Godel, and basically it's Kfira. So next time you hear somebody saying Dever Chateva, say Rabyid, I am Bigimara Saita, Taflamid, hey, don't get so caught up with Derech Hateva. The Banisham can figure it out. But Derech Hateva don't sound so from Teva, Teva, the Heluga Teva. You know, Teva is not there's no there's no word, there's no word Teva in the Torah. The word does not exist. That word is a Aramish word. It does not exist in the Torah. It is not even a Lashon Kaidish Dikka word. It is a Aramis Dikka word. There's no such word as Tevan. What does it say Tevan Torah? To. That's not the Teva. Teva? Teva means nature. Teva, nature. I understand that's what it means. I'm just saying, but the word Teva doesn't exist. In the, if Teva is such an important thing, it should talk about it, no? I would assume so. Doesn't exist. Teva doesn't exist. The word Teva is a fa- is a fallacy. It does not exist. Teva just means the way the Rebbeinu Shalom runs the world on a typical day. There is no, absolutely no credence to Teva per se, and that's what was going on over here. Davar Gadel ki chazakoimadu. The Rebbeinu Shalom, the Balabayis, can can figure out the, how to get his kalim out. Bederach Teva. He can't figure it out. He, they said, the land eats up its yeshim. What does it mean? I tried to get it. There's a famous Gemara. I tried to do a taiva. And they twisted it around. Whoever they reached, a person from Canaan died. In order they should be tired and not uh, be busy with the miraglim. So Mela may Achashva Mace they died in order they should be busy. So and they said, no, Eretz Achelas Ishra, because they twisted it around. One shot. Another shot, Eiv Nach Nafshe. Eiv died, according to some sheet, this Eiv lived at that time. The Tridu Kuliyama Behespeid, they were all busy with his Hespid. Heim Chashvalara, but they twisted it around. Eretz. They said it's Eretz Eichelas Yeshveha. The next Pasuk says that we felt in our eyes like Chagavim. And we were in their eyes like Chagavim. They're liars. How did they know that they felt in their own eyes like, like Chagavim? That makes sense. They thought that they felt like Miraglim. 
we were in their eyes like Meraglim, how in the world did they know that they were in the eyes of the Canaanim like Chagavim? How did they know? So that's the Gemara, that's what Mishashi said, the Meraglim were Shakronim. When they used to be, when they do, when they did a Sudas Havra, when they used to feed the Avelim, they fed them under the cedar trees. When they saw them, so the Miraglim went and they sat in the trees to hide out. Shami, they heard the the Kananim saying, the Kamri, we saw people that look like Kamsi or Chagavim in the in trees. So they knew that the that the that the goyim thought that they were were chagavim. So that's not muhach that they were liars. That's the point of the gemara. It's not muhach that they were liars. It's possible that they heard this story and that's how they uh, knew the chena yinabei neam. Vatisa kolaeda vayitnu es kailam vayivku. One of the most important gemaras in shas. Ama persons emotions is priceless. Your kaiches are priceless and you cannot misuse them. That day was the eve of Tishabav. They misused the power of Bechia. They cried for something silly. And I will be for them. Was because of a misplaced emotion. Because they cried for no reason. That's why they had a Bechil Adaris. I don't understand. The Besmikdash was destroyed. The reason why Besmikdash was destroyed because Klai saw that Averis. Okay. The answer is, like we said many times, it's not a steer. There's many reasons. Now the Rebbein has everything planned out. And Amela, this, the plan already happened from here. Bechil Adaris. The Eidah wanted to stone the Yeshua and Kalev with stones. Immediately it says the covenant of the Rebbein Shalom was seen in the Yomayad. They got upset and they threw stones at the Rebbein Shalom. That's why Kveid Hashem is next to that Pasek that Kilo they threw, threw stones at Kveid Hashem. They died with a Magaifa. What was the Magaifa that the Miraglim died with? They died a terrible Misa. Their tongue hung down and fell on their stomachs. There were worms coming out of their tongues, and going into their stomachs, and from the stomach and going into the tongue, that was the Misa that they died with. Rav Nachman Yitzchak said they died with Asker, which is a choking kind of death. The kids are they died because of the terrible Avera of Lashonara, being Mizalzal Okay, that was the miracle. Now we're going back to what happened when they crossed the Yarden. Once the last individual from Klaiso left the Yarden, so we have the Kayanim standing with the Arid in the middle of the Yarden. Klaiso crossed, and now the Mayim went back. Now the problem was that the Kayanim stepped back. They Klaiso crossed the Yarden, but the Kayanim stepped back behind on the other side. They were on the wrong side of the Yarden, and the Yarden crashed down, and now the Yarden is separating between the Arid. And the rest of Klai, so, when the Kayanim were Oyle, Mitecha Yarden, 
when they stepped out of the yard, they nisku kapes ragle akainim alacharava. The feet of the kainim stepped back onto the dry land. Vayashuah me ayardinim kaimam. The yardin came crashing down. Vayelchul kitmal shulshim alkol gadaisav. It went like a full yardin, like it always did. So what happened? Nimtza ayin v'naisav ekayanim mitzadechad. The ayin was on one side. Vayisrael mitzadecher. Mitzadechad and the Yisrael was on the other side. So we have a problem. We need the ayin. So nasa ayin es naisav. The avar, the iron carried over its nisim and it passed over. Moyerdike Gemara, we're going to see what the pshat is. But Moyerdike Gemara, Shenemar, Vayi Kasher Tam Kalaam Lavar, when the whole nation finished crossing over, Vayavarena Hashem Vahakarinim Lefneam, the iron Hashem and the Karinim went in front of the meaning it flew over the Arden. They flew over the Arden. So the iron carried nisav and they threw over the Arden. So what was the lesson from this? Valdavar Zenenash Uza. Because of this, Uzzah was punished. Who is Uzzah? There was a time when David Amalek was bringing the Aaron back home, and the Aaron was in a wagon, and the wagon slipped, and Uzzah stuck at his hand to catch the Aaron. He had to help, so to speak, to catch the Aaron. Shnemar, Vayavayuad Gerin Kidain, they reached Gerin Kidain, Vayishlach Uzzah, Siyadilach Hazas Aaron, Uzzah stuck at his hand to stop the Aaron from falling. Amalek Adishbarach Uzzah, Naisav Nasa. The Ben Hashem said, you think the iron could carry its nice and it can't carry itself? Uzo was killed on the spot. What's the limit over here? If we could fly over, so the whole Kalei should fly over. And if we can't fly over, so why do you have to make this whole nice? Let the Kairim cross with the rest of the Kalei Yisrael. Dre Nish King Cup. What was the point that we have to differentiate? And the answer is, this is exactly the point. The point is, when you're coming to Eretz Yisrael, this is the first thing you have to know. Hashem does not need your help to support Taira. The Taira, Rebben Sien, will be supported. The Sien will happen. The Kviyasitim will happen. It's up to you to participate. Now, a guy should feel like it's Hadik. If you if you participate, but don't feel like you're doing Hashem a favor. He does not need your favors. He'll figure it out. That's one limud that you see from here. And at Kedekach, that Uzzah, it was, really, we would all do that. We'd grab the iron, the iron's falling. The iron never falls. The tire never falls. The Yerbanisham takes care. It's your opportunity. It's a chschus and a covet to be able to participate. That's number one. Number two, you see that the nice iron have a whole different level than everybody else. Everybody else crosses the other. If you're a nice iron, then you get special treatment. You get first class tickets. You don't have to walk through the other. That is another thing. You do two concepts that we have to remember. A person that's a nice iron, the administration doesn't need your help. It's yours. Chus. Number two, as long as you're holding on to the iron, you fly. When a person leaves go, you're a regular guy, so you walk through like regular. If you hold on to the iron, everybody say, you'll fly. Those two concepts, huh? Night Seder, more, whatever it is. Hold on to the iron. That's the point. Hold on to the iron when a person holds on. What does the Pasuk mean? You have to hold on. That's what it means. Don't leave go. Person holds on to the iron, you'll fly with the iron. You won't have to walk with everybody else. But that's the Limud from Uzo. Rabbi I do have a new test. So if someone asks you on a test, should I sponsor the CM, you'll tell him yes. Here, the tester over here. Rabbi Nsiya, so whoever wants to participate and be a schos to hold on to the iron, Rabbi Yisai, hold on to the iron, speak to Rabbi Nsiya, tremendous schos to participate in a chosh of Two weeks from tonight, Bazar Hashem will be the chosh of 
Undisclosed location. Rav Yeichan, undisclosed location. Rav Yeichan, Rav Elazar, So one second. The Pasuk says, Vayakehu Shom Al Hashal. What does it mean? Al Hashal. Rav Yeichan, Rav Elazar, Chad Omar. The word Al Hashal. It means Uzu was killed. Al Hashal. What does it mean? Rav Yeichan, Rav Elazar, Chad Omar, Al Iskei Sholu. Which means uh, Sholu was a lot of a mistake. He made a mistake. He was a shaygig. He stuck at his hand. But since he stuck at his hand, there was a bazillion atayah. And immediately he made a mistake. And immediately he died. That's why I'm shab. It was a lack of covet, whatever that means. I guess he, he was a guard and he had to do his trachim. So it was a lack of covet. And Amela, he died. He died, the Pasuk says, together with the Aaron. Even though Uzza did this, he comes to Elam Abba. Just like the Aaron lasts forever. So to Uzza, Lasted for will last forever. David David got simply put. Vayichal David means David got upset. So what does the word Vayichar mean? Vayichar got upset about what happened with Uzzah. Pashas means he got upset. Amar it doesn't mean he got upset. He got very disappointed, very sad. His face changed like a charara, like a cookie, like a cake. Every time the puzzle says it doesn't mean anger. It means he got he got disappointed. Usually when you say the word in the Torah, it says af. Over here it doesn't say the word af. So obviously he wasn't angry. Obviously he was very distressed. David. Why was David Melech punished? Why did this story happen to David? Was because he called Devrei Tyrus Miris Shenemar Zmiris Hayuli Chukecha Beves Megure. They were Zmiris Beves Megure when he dwelt. Tyre was Miris. Now, Lachayer, we know. So, what's so terrible to call Tyrus Miris? If it could be called Shira, so what does it mean it could be called Zmira? What's the difference between Zimra and Shira? How could Tyre be called a Shira? And it was a tain on David Melech, it was called Zimra. We'll see in a minute. But that David Melech called it Zmiris, was a tain on him. It says if you blink your eyes on Tyra, it disappears. A person misses one day of learning, poof, he lost. They come back, but you have to come back. A person has to realize it's every single day. There's an achrayas of Tyra Hasoif, Enechabai. Then a person blinks his eyes to tell you it disappears. You're calling it Zmiris. Because of that, I am going to marshal you in something that even the children know. The Pasuk says that Kahas carries the iron. David Melech made a mistake, by, uh, so to speak. David Melech took it on a Agala. Which is something that even the children know you can't do. Why? Because he called Tyra Zmiris. Tyra is not Zmiris. What's the difference between Shira and Zimra? The difference like this Shira means you have Tyra and you use it, meaning you sing the Tyra. Tyra is a Shira for you. Zmiris means you take the words of Tyra and you make a song out of it. That's the problem. If Tyra is a Shira, so you sing, a person learns, he sings, that's Kishmak. Zimra means you take words and you make a Zemra, a song out of it. That's a bazillion for Taya, which is why the people that make up songs 
that are not in Mismayr and make up songs out of Taira, Asidim Litain Esadin, Rahmal Sun. But a person has to realize that Taira is not something you make songs about. And that's what that was the David Melech Avada Lafima Jigasai, but that was the Taina David Melech. He made Taira, so to speak, into a song. Now this story was later. This story was when the Plisht, what happened was the Plishtim kidnapped the Aaron, and then the Aaron came back on its own, and it passed by the city of Beis Shemesh. And what happened was, when they passed by the city of Anche Beis Shemesh, they got hit, because they saw the Aaron. Because they saw the Aaron, they got hit. That's the reason to get hit. They were bowing down to the Aaron at the same time while they were cutting wheat. They were standing by davening, sending emails. They were doing that. That's a bazillion. Terrible bazillion. Either you're working or you're being mishtachavim. You can't do both. At the same time, that's one. That was one. That was the bazillion that they did. And therefore, that's why they got punished. The other Shita said they said words when they saw the Aaron. What they said? What they say? Man imrich de imrius. Who got you angry that you got angry? Meaning the fact that the Aaron was captured was a demonstration of the anger of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Who got you angry that you got so upset? Uman And who, who came to be Mephias you? So who got you angry and who calmed you down? That was the Nusach that they said, which is of course a Bezayin. And a Mela, they got punished and they died. Who died? Vayach Shivimish, 70 people, Vechamishim Elefish, and 50,000 people. So who was it? Abavav Rabbi Lazar, Chalamar Shivimish Hayu, one says it was 70 people, Vechalachad Vechad Shakal Kachamishim Elef, each one that died was worth 50,000, Vechalamar Chamishim Elef Hayu, and the other one said there were 50,000 people in Beit Shemesh that died, Vechalachad Vechad Shakal Kachamishim Sanhedrin, and each one was Shakal, like the 70 members of the Sanhedrin. So Bekitsu was a terrible tragedy, but again, a lack of COVID. For the Aaron, a person has to make sure that he has covid ha covid for the Aaron. The Aaron doesn't change. Today the Aaron is in Taira. A person has to make sure that he has covid ha What does covid ha mean? So we said over yesterday, huh? Asiyim's covid ha But I want to explain to you, why is Asiyim covid? What's the essence of covid ha So we said over yesterday, from the of Elephant, Amari Dikadahar, he was talking about Shalom Bias, but he said covid means when you inconvenience yourself, for somebody else. You're sitting in a chair and someone walks by and you stand up. It's inconveniencing yourself to demonstrate that this person is chashiv. That's covered. Any kind person spends money on a seam. It's like a shema. You have plenty of other things you want to give money to. You're inconveniencing yourself to demonstrate the chashiva so that something's important. That's covered. What's bizarre in the opposite? You're inconveniencing that thing because you have to be convenienced. So you're inconveniencing that thing because you needed something. Guy wants to go back to sleep. He sticks his hand deep into the snooze button. You're inconveniencing, quote-unquote, the tire because you want to turn over and get a few minutes. That's bizarre. So covenant tire is when a person comes and it's difficult or he pays money and it's difficult. And Bezayin is when a person snoozes. That's a Bezayin attire. Achmal San. Tayyip, so it would be so important. If you had an important meeting today, you would make sure to make. So someone asked me, it's not true. Uh, someone asked me, Shiloh, it's not true. It's not true. Because if you would have a meeting every single day, you wouldn't come you, you wouldn't come to your meeting on time every single day. That's what someone said. I want to tell the Elam a horror that I had last night. We have Baruch Hashem in our Shir, two, uh, two, three, four members of Atzalah. 
Okay? Now, Hatzal is very dangerous. You're, you're, you're dealing, it's a, it's a serious thing. Now, I have a kasha. Now, Hatzal members, they go every single day, right? Every single day they have to go. Does it lose the credence? You ever saw them like, I'll tell him I'll take a cigarette? Well, if a guy doesn't want to go to the call, he won't go on the call. But how was the pshan? Every day, I, I, every day, he goes, the same severity, you know? You know? You know? It, it's, it's, it's important. You listen, it's a matzah, you, you make sure it's a, why? Because you realize it's important. So don't give me baloney, that's something that's important. If it'll be every day, you want, is that true? I'll prove it to you, it's not true. Because people that aren't at Salah go every single day with the same chaymer, it's important, it's important. So a person shouldn't drink up. The reason why he doesn't show up is because he doesn't care, it's not important enough to him, and if he behave, a guy texted me this morning, he's sorry, he has a very important meeting, and he's not going to be able to be there today. And Amela, he will, what's the schooler for contributing towards the CM? Yehuda wants to know. The schooler is, with an Aleph and Aisha with an I. And that's a schooler for participating in this year. Someone sent me a text this morning. Good morning. I had to run to a meeting. I will hopefully make it back at some point in this year. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, uh-huh. but I want, he had to run to a meeting. A meeting. For a meeting, you have time. For a meeting, there's time. Right? Plenty of time for meetings. But here, to meet HaKadosh Baruch you don't have enough time. Anyway, that's, it's all about what's important. If you have a meeting, you come. And if it's the Rabbi Nishol Nebuch, people don't realize the Chashivas Hatayra. Zog to Gemara Vayihi, Ki Tzadu Noisi Arayin Hashem, Shishat Se'adim. When the, so they were bringing the Aaron, and when they took six steps with the Aaron, Vayizbach Shor Umri. He shechted a shar and a mari. Every time they took six steps, they shechted a shar, which is a cow, and a mari, which is a fattened animal, very chashiv animal. Vayizbach shar umri. That's one pasuk. Oksev, another pasuk says shiva parim v'shiva elim. Seven parim and seven seven elim. So the chayyutzastira was it every six steps shar umri, or was it seven parim and seven elim? On every step they brought shar on every six steps, Shiva Parma Shiva Elam. It was Hamatsev. Every step they brought Al Sharan Marie, and every six steps they brought Shiva Parim Vishiva Elam. Amalev Khizdem Kane, Mile says Kalaita Sel Bamas. You fill it the all air to sell, it's full of bummas. Every six steps, every every six steps they brought seven. Remember, it's an enormous amount of carbonus. So Zakdiv Khizda, that's not what they did. Alarm Rav Khizda Akal Shesh Vishesh Psias Sharmri. Every six steps was a Sharan Marie. On every six steps of six, Shiva Parim Vishiva Elim. Then they brought seven Parim and seven Elim. The, dis- the difference is very minimal. Balamais, I guess, a little bit less. So he held then, it wouldn't be filling the whole Eretz Israel with Bamis, but Amela, that's what, um, that's, uh, that's the, that's the Machlech. It's either every six steps they brought seven Parim, seven Elim, or every six steps of six, every 36 steps they brought Parim and Elim. Ksiv kidain uksiv nachain. This is going back to the story of Uzzah. It calls it kidain and it calls it nachain. Am Rabbi Yechanan betchila kidain. Originally it was like a spear. Kidain is a spear. Originally it was like a spear because Uzzah got killed. Ola besayif. Afterwards, when the Aaron stayed over there and everything calmed down, nachain. Then it was nachain. Then it was tremendous bracha. So you who want to know what the bracha was? The Gemara said the 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 pasuk says in Shmuel that Oivet Edaim who was. Uh, who was the Mechabe the Aaron got tremendous, tremendous, unbelievable bracha he got. And a person that's Mechabe the Haintig Aaron will also, Be'ez Hashem, get tremendous bracha, Aisha with an Aleph and Aisher with an Ayin. Yehuda clear? Clear. Shkoyach. Tis Kolomitzis. Zatigamar Nintzis Atta Aimer, Shloisha Mini Avanim Hayu, 
there were three sets of stones that Klai Yisrael took. We discussed that there were stones. There were three sets of stones that Klai Yisrael took. One of Moshe Rabbeinu stood up in Eretz Moya before they crossed the Yarden. Moshe Rabbeinu began to explain the Torah in Eretz Moya, which means that he doesn't say before he did have on him, but we darshinu. So Moshe Rabbeinu says the word Bayer, and by Yeshua, when they wrote on the Avonim, it says. So we learn that the Moshe Rabbeinu also had stones in Eretz Mayav. So the first set of stones was Moshe Rabbeinu that was in Chutzlaretz. The second set of stones. Yeshua put in the Yarden, like we mentioned a few days ago. He put the stones in the Yarden to remember about crossing the Yarden. And they're still there. Those stones are still in the Yarden. And there were a third set of stones that he put up in Gilgal. Three sets of stones. If someone asks you on a test, how many sets of stones were there? The answer is, Moshe Rabbeinu had one, Yeshua put up one in the Yarden, and a third one in Gilgal. Those were the three sets of stones. How did Kleisol write the Torah by Gilgal over there when they wrote it on the stones? Rabbi Yehuda Imer Al Gabe Avonim Kasvur. Rabbi Yehuda says they wrote it on top of the stones. Shenem Avachasafta Al Avonim Eis Kol Divrei Atayra Azais. They wrote it on the stones themselves. So Daniel, if it's a hard time to write on the cloth that they're sending you these days, I don't know how they wrote it on stones. But Agabada apparently they're able to write on stones with quill. They were able to write on stones. Then they covered it over with sid. The buzz says they put sid on it. They put plaster on the stones. So Abihuda says first they wrote it, and then they put plaster on top of the writing. If you're right, <coughs> that the words were covered over, how did the Goyim learn Tyre? They couldn't have learned Tyre. It was under the, under the sid. So if you tell me that the sid covered over the words, so there was no opportunity for them to learn Tyre. They gave them They sent shluchim from their lands. They killed and they peeled off the sid. and they uh, transcribed what it said on the stones. So because that's how the Goyim got it, even though it was covered over with sid. That's how the Goyim got it. And the reason why it was covered with sid because it's got to be difficult. If a guy just goes and gets it for free, then there's no point. It has to be difficult. So it was difficult. They peeled off the sid and they got it. Because of this, the Goyim were nigzer alayim to go to Gehenim. Why? They should have chapped around the opportunity. And we'll see in a minute, they were able to. They could have done shuva and, 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 uh, and be chayzer at that time, but they didn't. was That's one That's a Yehudah's shah. So the words were written on the stones and the sid was on top of the words. First, they put the sid on it. And then they wrote the words on top of the Sid. It was very clear. Everybody could have seen it. And they wrote on the bottom of the whole Torah, that you shouldn't learn from the Goyim, meaning they were telling the Goyim that if they want, they could be chayz. The only reason why we have to destroy, they were coming to tell the Goyim that the reason why we have to destroy the Goyim in Eretz Yisrael is because they're going to teach us negative things. But if you do tshuva, if the Goyim would have been Chayzeh B'Tshuva, they would have been able to come back. There would be no problem. If you would want to be Chayzeh B'Tshuva, you would be allowed to be Chayzeh B'Tshuva. 
That's what Shimon says. The Pasuk says the nations will be Sid. They'll be burned. And the Pasuk says, Sid. Why were they burned? Because because of the Sid. There was Sid. And you wrote on top of the Sid. They didn't read what it said on top of the Sid. They didn't do tshuva. Adamela. That's why they were burned. Rabbi Yehuda holds it wasn't written on the Sid. How does he learn it? Ki Sid. It's a comparison to Sid. Just like Sid has to be burned, the only way you could work with Sid is if you burn it. They're going to be burned. So Reb Shimon says that they were able to be and we'll see in a minute, the Gemara is going to say even the Kananim could have been and Abihu this is not. Who is the Bryce of going like Vishavisa Shivyai? The Parsik says you can capture a Kanani. A Kanani that's in Chutzlaretz, if they're Chayze Bichuva, the Allah is you're allowed to keep them alive. That's like Ab Shimon that says that they wrote clearly that you could be Chayze Bichuva. So you see, people outside Eretz Israel were not included in Leisachayek on the Shama. They could have been Chayze. And they would not have been killed. Rabbi Yehuda holds they, the Kananim outside of Israel would have been included. So you have Machlaikis Tanoim. If a Goy, a Kanani, outside of Israel did Shuva, in Israel, there's no choice. Outside of Israel, they had an opportunity to do Shuva. Taisa's got to ask, say, how did Rachav do Shuva? Rachav did Shuva. How is she allowed to do Shuva? She lived in Israel. How is she allowed to do Shuva? Taisa talks about it. Maybe she wasn't really a Kanani. But Akapanim, the Kananim inside of Israel could not have done Shuva. They cannot announce it. It's all according to Shimon. Could do tshuva. According to Rabbi Yehuda, cannot. <laughs>